chocolate to open up the podcast this week. Welcome. I'm George Wolf. I'm Hope Madden. And this is the Fright Club podcast. We are from madwolf.com, by the way. Check it out for all the latest movie reviews. And a bunch are out uh, here in the last couple of weeks. And also, we just put up our top 10 list of all movies, all genres, so far in 2016, since we're halfway through the year. And that leads us to, uh, actually, let's get ahead of ourselves a little bit, what we're going to do next week. Uh, our senior filmmaker correspondent, Jason Tosteman, is going to join us next week, and we're going to count down the best horror films so far. As the, the year is half over, we're going to look back and see what are the best horror films come out so far. Yeah, that should be good. I think you can probably guess what's going to be up near the tippy-top, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But uh, there's some good ones out there to talk about this week, so uh, this year. So we'll do that. But getting ahead of ourselves because this week... We're getting our sexy on. <laughs> and it's, I, I would say it's fuzzy math, but not really. It is six, but we even it up because we're going to get your three top, top three sexy dudes from the horror films and then my three sexy ladies from the horror films. And so it is six. Specifically, villains. We are not just picking any kind of random sexy characters, we are picking the sexy villains from horror. So right away, you know, we can't use stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> Much as we want to Which do. Which we want to use. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing at all. So funny. But uh, actually, it was, it was kind of weird. It worked out well. We were on vacation uh, last week, enjoying the Florida Keys, as usual, and enjoying a certain Cleveland basketball team what? winning the NBA championship. But I digress. <laughs> but uh, we, had the, uh, we had one podcast in the can, and it was a great one, thanks to Corey Metcalf for joining us as we talked about the best final girls. I liked that one. I thought Corey had some great things to say. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, and if you don't know, Corey Metcalf, he hosts the Triple Cast podcast, and he's had us guest host on his before, so you can find that. Triple Cast podcast at goldenspiralmedia.com, same place you can find the Fright Club podcast. Yeah, so that was good. Thank you for the feedback on that one. Some good conversation. And actually, right now, there's just guests starring all over the place. We joined uh, Pete and Dave, you remember from a couple of weeks back here on Fright Club, uh, they joined us. Um, from the, the Get It Together podcast. Right, and so we just returned the favor, and uh, that is up right now um, on their Get It Together page, and we talk about one of your faves, Sleepaway Camp. Loved it so much. And it's funny, you can, I, I, I guess I, was, I wasn't sure you could do, really, without, without scraping the bottom of the barrel, a whole podcast on just that movie. Oh, we totally could have. We probably could have talked for another 15 minutes. <laughs> probably. And is their thing that they do on Get It Together, they like to give uh, advice to the characters, which was fun. Yeah, We was. had fun coming up <clears> with our little bits of advice. And there's plenty to choose from in Sleepaway Camp. Oh, my. So, uh, so yeah, that was fun. Check that out. Thank you to Dave and Pete for having us on. Uh, always love that little cross-promotion. But, yeah, we, uh, we're, we're getting our sexy on this week. And we've got some that uh, we've got a few to mention that didn't make our final three cuts. Some good ones, both of us. And then we have uh, the actual final three cuts. So where do we want to start? We want to talk about the the under just under the radar that didn't make it. We yeah. want to do. You want to do? do that? You go. Okay. Um, I I finished with three, but under the uh, radar for my sexy ladies in the uh, horror films, the villains. 
Catherine Deneuve in The Hunger. Sure, absolutely. You can't forget no, that. Yeah, I mean, no, no. She is just, really in any film, she's one of those actresses that just oozes it. And she's it, so just sensual. So sensual. And it doesn't have to be nude scenes or no, sex no. scenes. Mm-mm. You know, even the classic, like, Belle du Jour, which, uh, you know, is, deals with very sexual themes. There's not a lot, there's not any hardcore stuff in there. But she's just, she's just sensual. Yeah, she is. That's a great way to, and of course, that movie, anything to do with vampires, mm-hmm. is usually very sensu- mm-hmm. sensual. And uh, so that's a good one. Also, Rose McGowan from Planet Terror. Really? Now, yeah, you know, Rose, she's got that thing sometimes going on. And she's you, not really a villain, though. She's kind I know. of a hero. Uh, but I got to give you that. I mean, I, I'm the not The leg. Sh- yeah, it's the machine gun leg that makes her super sexy in that movie. Yeah, yeah, the leg. So uh, I guess maybe you could go with um, a Jawbreaker. That wasn't a horror movie, but she was a, <laughs> she was a bitch. All right, also from one of your faves, I know, from Ginger Snaps, Catherine Isabel. Yeah, who's also super hot in American Mary. Yeah. Exactly. So Catherine gets in there. And this is a stretch just because she's one of my faves. Charlize Theron in Devil's Advocate. It's a crappy movie. Don't. And ba- borderline horror. And I wouldn't. I mean, she, I know. she's not exactly the villain, but she's not. No, there is no good guy in that right. movie. So that's part and of it. And there's no good movie in that no, movie. No, there's not. But here's the thing. And here's how I'll give you a pass for that. Charlize Theron is the most attractive human being on the planet. She just is. She's it's pretty just, stunning. She's just a default, like, attractive Charlize Theron. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, those so I'm going to give you a pass there. All right, thank you. Under the radar. And that gives us a chance, Devil's Advocate, to mention a uh, new movie out this week, The Neon Demon. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves is in it. And, and he doesn't he suck. He does not suck. He doesn't. What? I know. It's amazing. And I've always said he really does. Every time you see a story about him, he seems like a great guy. It's just in real life. He seems like a really good dude. Yeah. Uh, not a good actor, no. but you know what? In The Neon Demon, we turned to each other and went, he's not sucking. He's not. So it's, no. a, it's a wild movie, and if you want to check the review, Hope wrote a great review of it. It's up at madwolf.com right now. It's very interesting. Very <laughs> conversation starter. Mm. Not our favorite, but uh, definitely worth checking out. All right. Those were my four under the radar before the top three. What do you got on the sexy dudes? Well, I mean, to match with your Catherine Deneuve, David Bowie, who... Who is just sexy no matter what yeah, he does Yeah, he's another ever. guy. He just has always kind of oozed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, uh, as you know, I, I've got a thing about teeth, and um, i got a thing about crooked teeth. And uh, uh, David Bowie's... He had them, boy. He, uh, yeah, British teeth, but I didn't care. I just love, I love his teeth. And, and yeah, this is his sexiest movie by See, far. See, that's funny, because before we got together, I really never noticed anyone's teeth. Mm-hmm. And then you started pointing it out, and now I notice all sorts of crooked teeth, and I, I, I don't dig it. So no, I you're not a fan of crooked teeth. I don't understand. It's not like mine are straight, believe me. And I've got the, from being punched in the face, I've got... <laughs> it these, wasn't me, by the, the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've got these, this one tooth that I had to saw off with a nail file. <laughs> I really did, because it was so sharp and it was cutting my lip. But I've had more than a few dentists say, well, you know, that's just what we would have done, pretty much. Oh, well. So anyway, what I'm saying is I could be thought of as a dentist. <laughs> Anyway. If you need some work done <laughs> on the cheap. I'll take a look. You know. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, number three. What, do you, what else you got from your bubbling under? Yeah, so uh, any and all Lost Boys, by the way. I mean, except the one that looks like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but the rest of them, you know, yes. Yeah, that's right. You always loved the Kiefer. I did always love the Kiefer. And actually, in the Lost Boys, it's, I can't think of his name. It's the one with long, straight black hair. He's, he's even hotter than the Kiefer. Okay. Um, and uh, and then your whole slew of scream villains. So they just, I mean, Skeet Ulrich, what a dreamboat he is. And then, really, I've, I've, yeah, seems like kind of a kind of it looks like kind of a punk to me. Uh, I'm good with punks. 
Okay. And then also, <laughs> I have always had in all of his films and TV work a little crush on Timothy Oliphant. Well, he's a cool dude. He uh, is, uh, you know, right? everything. He's good in everything. Uh, and he's he's just yeah he's got a charisma yeah uh, he's he's all right I don't know about Skeet but yeah, all, all right okay the ladies out there are gonna give me that <laughs> we all like Skeet okay so those are the just under the radar didn't quite make it so um, some good ones there mm-hmm. uh, and you know one or two movies that are not too good but most of well, them sure most of them solid uh, all right so we'll get to the actual meat of the order the heart of the lineup am I am I gonna start here yeah okay this is one and I included it. Uh, well, I mean, I think it qualifies, but also I was glad that we get to talk about this movie because uh, we never have before. And, and it, also this actress because we've never had before. Yes. And she's brilliant in all the things. But we want to just point out the fact that she's on the list is a spoiler. That's right. We're going to talk about Silent House and we're going to spoil it. So, you know, if you have to do, you know, cover your ears a little bit, we'll give you that fair warning. But anyway, my number three from 2011, Silent House with Elizabeth Olsen. Their ordeal lasted 88 minutes. Witness these true events in real time. Dad? What are you doing? I just thought I heard something upstairs. Daddy? Hey, what did they do to you? Hang on. Hey, I'm gonna go get help. Who are you? Why are you doing this to us? Now, I had to laugh because it fits right in with this conversation. When I went to watch the uh, trailer on YouTube, I went down, as I always do, whatever I'm watching on YouTube, I always like to look at the comments. The first comment, I forget the guy's name, but God bless you, his comment was just, when your whole family gets slaughtered, but the point is boobs. <laughs> I'm like, all right. That's what qualifies here. She's rocking that tight white uh, tank top and uh, and looking pretty good in, in the middle of all this uh, carnage. But that doesn't, you know, that has nothing to do with the fact that she's a very good actress. Oh, now, my God. She's amazing. She I mean, really she is had good. me at Martha Marcy May Marlene. Oh, man. She's, and in everything, actually, she's been in some movies that sucked, and she's always great. She's yeah. always great. It's, it, if you haven't seen Martha Marcy May Marlene, it's not a horror movie. It's got some really... It's it's it's, it's weird. It's creepy. It's creepy, yeah. But check it out. She's it, great. Sarah Paulson's great. John oh, my God. Hawks. John Hawks. Yeah. Uh, John Hawks. If you haven't seen it, it's so good, it's and so she good. is so good in it. But you're right. She's, she's always good. Uh, and this movie, it's a remake um, of the, uh, what is the original? It's, um, I know it's a foreign film. Uh, yeah, it's Gustavo Hernandez. I mean, it's the same. It's called The Silent House. I would yeah. just have to say The Silent House in Spanish. And it's, it's, if you remember, its gimmick was that it's in real time. Uh, the, the events are happening in real time, about 86, 88 minutes, whatever. But it was one of those where they said it's, it's one oh, single one shot, take. Now, it it's not. No. But you really go that all the way back to Hitchcock's The Rope. Yeah. Uh, not The Rope, Rope. Um, and they're shot in like 10-minute sequences, uh-huh. and then they're cleverly edited together. Right. So it does have the illusion of one take. But the deal is, she's staying. She and her dad are, have this, uh, they're taken over, not taken over, but they're staying in this uh, house that's kind of been um, abandoned, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, and pretty quickly, she hears a noise, dad disappears, and then she has to deal with 88 minutes of people stalking her in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here comes the spoiler, um, headphones. Uh, if you don't want it. At the end, you find out that it's all a figment of her imagination. She uh, was subjected to 
some very bad uh, abuse and trauma in her childhood, and she's dealing with it in this way, and she becomes... That's why you said the villain, the fact that she's a villain, is a spoiler. Yeah, she kills everybody. Yeah, so when your whole family is slaughtered, but the point is boobs. Uh, <laughs> that guy, I should have got his name. <laughs> uh, pretty much sums it up. So, you know, not the greatest movie. I thought it had me for a while, and then... As it gets to that final reveal, it really starts to break down a little bit. I think so, bit. too. But her performance is great. Oh, yeah. She definitely, definitely get, gets it. So that's my number three in the sexy villain ladies, Silent House, Elizabeth Olsen. All right. So you're up. You're number three. I'm wondering if this one was a surprise to you at all, because he's certainly not your classically attractive actor. But my number three is Tony Todd as Candyman. Do I know you? No. No. But you doubted me. I'm sorry, I have to go. No need to leave yet. But I'm late. You are not content with the stories, so I was obliged to come. Be my victim. My victim. I am the writing on the wall, the whisper in the classroom. Without these things, I am nothing. So now I must shed innocent blood. Come with me. You know, as a surprise, I don't think really it's a very seductive movie. It's a, his part is very, very seductive. That's part of the whole narrative, how he brings in Virginia Madsen mm-hmm. characters in a seduction, really. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, no, I don't think it's a huge surprise. Because the thing is, you know, and it's so I, I can't say that I have a crush on Tony Todd outside of this film, um, on the, although I'm a big fan of his. And uh, and and the thing about it is, it's funny for me. I'm all about villains, as you know. I mean, the villain is always my favorite character. And on paper, this villain doesn't work, right? He's a Civil War ghost, and he's got bees in his chest and a hook for an arm. It's like there's no single thing that pulls them together. It doesn't make. But as soon as he starts talking, <laughs> and that's as you know, I like man with a nice voice. Alrighty. He uh yeah, that's the thing. It's like when he says, he says to Virginia Madsen, you know. Don't fear the pain. The pain is exquisite. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. You know who was uh, considered for this part uh, before Tony Todd? Whoever it was that was wrong for the part. A certain Mr. Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. (laughs) That would never have worked. But uh, Tony Todd is 6'5", and uh, Eddie Murphy is 5'9", and was considered too short. Now, Come on, who says 5'9 is short? <laughs> well, but Virginia, Virginia Madsen is, is you know, uh, she's like a regular-sized human. and uh, um, I would like to be 6'5 for like a day, maybe a week. <laughs> you know, that'd be great, because he's a very imposing presence. He is. Yes, he is. Not only for his size, but you're right, that voice that is voice, incredible. That voice, yeah, it just kills you. And we talked about him and William Marshall when we did the podcast on a great uh, yeah. black uh, horror movies and characters. Just, man. Both, just, of, both of them voices. I do have a little crush on, on William uh, <laughs> William Marshall as well. I He's think great. I always have. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Candyman, and we've talked about this before, it's, it's the bee, you think about the bees, first of all, when you think about this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and yes, he was stung many times, even though they used apparently bees that were only 12 hours old because the stinger wouldn't be powerful, powerful enough to do any real damage. But they still got stung because that's a, man, that scene stays with you. It does. The bees. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so that's your number three, Tony Todd, 1992's Candyman. So we're up to, yeah, number two on my list. Now this one, all right, it's borderline, and we'll talk about why. But it is from 1995 Species, Natasha Henstridge. We decided to make it female so that it would be more docile and controlled. Guess you guys don't get out much. She wants to have a baby. She'll kill anyone that gets in her way. We gotta get to her before she gives birth. Something's wrong. Oh, God. So on the whole, in my book, not really a horror movie, but... Right, you know, it's, it's a sci-fi. sci-fi. But, I mean, a lot of people die. You know, there's a lot <laughs> yes, of carnage. There's a lot of carnage. So, I mean, I'll give you that. Plus, she's she's super hot, so, okay. Yeah, and super naked. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that helps That helps for this list. You know what? Nobody on my list gets naked. <laughs> How come everyone on your list, you get naked people? Not everybody. Just her. <laughs> uh, and I believe it was her first film. She had been a, yes, was, a yeah. model before, which you can see why. Uh, and she's gone on to do a lot of films uh, since then. A lot but of I bad movies. But I mean, the movies. talent in this movie. I know Holy it. cow. Michelle Williams, Alfred Molina, Forrest Whitaker, Ben Kingsley. Holy, Holy cow. I know. In Species. Um, yeah, you look at that supporting actor list, you just, an actress list, you just go down the list. Oh, my, the talent there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but the deal is, yeah, she uh, is this alien life form uh, looking to, to breed. And, of course, the hilarious part, you heard it in the trailer, where they say, well, we bred female so it could be more docile, which <laughs> I'm no doctor of biology, but in almost every species in the wild, the female is the more aggressive species. That's right. I mean, come on. We're the badasses. That's right. Um, so I, I, I give you that, that it's not really a horror movie. But the funny thing is... Or a good movie. <laughs> or a good movie. There's, I'm not <laughs> arguing that point. But um, if you Google, as I needed some help in here, if you Google just like, you know, sexy horror movie village, she comes up all the time. Oh, sure. So really there's... Sometimes the, the, the pool isn't that deep in this, of this uh, list, really, before you start getting to movies that aren't strictly horror movies, and, and this one really isn't. I'll give you that. But you know one cool thing about it? There's that memorable scene in this. I guess they call it the Nightmare Train, and it was designed. That train was designed by H.R. Geiger. Wow. He designed that train. And not only that, but he kicked in 100,000 of his own large green ones because they, wanted, they didn't want to shoot that. Uh, the studio didn't because of the costs, and he he chipped in one hundred thousand bucks wow. of his own money because he designed that nightmare right, train, right. and you can see that it's it's got that really freaky look about it. It does from the Geiger, but I found that very interesting that they didn't want to shoot it, and uh, he went to the trouble of designing it. And hey, I'm H.R. Geiger here. That's right. What are you doing? <laughs> so uh, he, uh, he and that's definitely one of the high points of the movie. So that's my number two, Natasha Henstridge from Species. All right. What's yours? Oh, this is one of your favorites, I think. Yeah, I can't imagine that this one came as a surprise to you in any way. So, uh, for me, number two, Johnny Depp, Sweeney Todd. Fifteen years dreaming, I might come home to a wife and child. Benjamin Barker. Not Barker. Sweeney Todd now. I will have vengeance. I will have salvation. Years, no doubt, have changed me. How about a shave? At last, my arm is complete. 
I think it's just universally accepted that that Johnny Depp is dreamy, right? I mean, and uh, for me, Sweeney Todd is what shuck a lot is for a normal person, right? It's the one there. He's the super hottest. <laughs> he's the super hottest for me in that movie. And 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 you know when he unwraps those razors and he's all my friend, and then he just lifts the one above his head. I was like, oh. I think I love you. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So that's that's absolutely of all of his roles, the one that affected me the most. And yeah, he's he's my dreamy villain. You know, and since this movie, uh, it has really come out how musical he is. He's a very good guitar player. He's out doing that Hollywood vampire right, right, right. with Joe Perry and Alice Cooper and, and, and those guys. But uh, really, this was the first, he said, before this movie, he had never publicly sung in his life. He had starred, of course, in Cry Baby, but right. he lip synced yeah, in that. Yeah, he did. And this is, I got to give the guy credit, because if the first time you're doing it, you're singing Stephen Sondheim, right. that's, that takes some stones. And he did a great job. He did a great job. He really did. And, you know, you know how much I love Sondheim. Yep. Um, and he had to, he's notoriously picky about who does his things and what he, uh, what rights he gives. And, and uh, so John, not, not only Johnny Depp, but Helena Bonham Carter had to get past his okay and they, they did auditions, and he gave the okay. So right there, that tells you. Yeah. If, if he gives you the okay to sing his stuff, um, you got the chops. And he really did. He does a fantastic job. And I still think, we talked about this movie when we did the musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this movie is underrated, just by people in general. I do, too. I do, too. Because it's just not just the two of them, and both of them are, are outstanding, right? But Alan Rickman. Oh, man. You know, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. The whole cast is really spot on. And um, and also, you know, Tim Burton, you know, he's made a lot of movies with Johnny Depp, and, and many of them are really brilliant. But he had had a span there before he made Sweeney Todd of just self-indulgent dreck that's quirky for no good reason. And then they came back strong with this one. And it's... It's uh, he his approach to this musical is I thought perfect because as you know I do not dig the musical <laughs> you don't but I love this story yep. and I love this cast and I think that what they did with it was awesome yeah he really had great instincts here about how to present it now the character it's funny the character of Sweeney Todd goes back to 1846 oh yeah it's one of the Penny Dreadfuls yeah. uh, older than Dracula yeah so but and then the for anyone familiar with the play it. Won all sorts of Tonys, uh, Best Musical Book and Score in 1979. It starred Angela Lansbury and Len Carew. Um, so it's been floating around for a long time before it finally got the movie version. And yeah, Tim Burton, he knew just what to cut. Because especially in, well, in most musicals, but especially in a Sondheim musical, you got to cut stuff. You mm. can't use every song. What he cut was was fine, and also he bloodied it up. Yeah. He really did, and made it more of a horror movie. Because he he said... According to Tim Burton, he felt that everything was so internal to Sweeney Todd that the blood is like his emotional release. And so he thought the movie should have more of it. He was right. Yeah. I loved I really loved this movie. Yeah. Agreed. Well done. And and Johnny Depp is is great in it. So, uh, yeah, one that we feel is just a little bit underrated. So check it out if you haven't. And that is your number two, Mr. Johnny Depp. We don't want to ignore his... That he's in the news lately. No. I know you're heartbroken by that. We hope it, that it's not true, but On the we don't other want hand, it. I no, know. we're not going to suggest for a second no. that a woman who's 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 saying she's being battered is is not telling the truth. It's right. just a t- it's a, it's a tough situation for people who have been fans of his for years. So yeah. we hope it isn't true. But on the other and, hand, yeah. we support any. You know and what I mean? And the, we don't. It's stupid for us to speculate because no. we don't know the details. No, couldn't possibly. We certainly don't discount her accusations because as you said you don't want to discount anybody no. that, that uh, does that but it's it will i imagine be worked out and we're not talking about that we're talking about 
performance. In Sweeney Todd. All right, that's your number two. So we go right to the tippy top. And I know this one for me, my number one, no surprise. No. You knew this probably yes, before. Yes, I did. I knew this from the stand-up cutout that used to be in our basement. My brother gave me that. Salma Hayek from Dusk Till Dawn. And now, for your viewing pleasure, the mistress of the macabre, the epitome of evil, the most sinister woman to ever dance on the face of this earth. Fight this! Lonely dog, bow your head. Kneel and worship at the feet of Santanico Pandemonium. I love that introduction by Danny Trio. You, know, you dog, bow down. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and I love the uh, the reaction by Clooney at the end. That's what I call a fucking show. <laughs> he could have been a sexy villain. He yeah, could have been a yeah. sexy villain. So uh, yeah, it's um, it's quite a, a show stopping number by uh, Miss Hayek, <laughs> who of course has been had been used uh, in a Desperado. You know, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, and, yeah. She's a she's a she's a and and also the faculty. She's in a lot of Robert Rod- yeah. Rodriguez films. And actually, Salma Hayek did not have a choreographer for that dance. Oh. Uh, Robert Rodriguez just told her to feel the music and dance to it. Okay. So I say, you did a fine job. <laughs> did a fine job. But uh, she had a fear of snakes. And, you know, had that big snake oh, wow. when she comes out and refused to be near the snakes. But, you know, when she read the script, she knew that she, she was afraid that her phobia would prevent her from taking the part. But uh, Robert Rodriguez says he conned her into thinking that Madonna was ready to take the part instead. Wow. So Salma Hayek spent two months with therapists. Wow. To overcome her fear of snakes. Holy cow. Yeah. All because Robert Rodriguez is a liar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he got the effect that he wanted. Uh, yeah, so that, you know, that movie in general, it's got a lot of cool things about it. It's kind of cheesy. It can't be fun. It can't be fun. Exactly. Especially when the whole thing, after she does her dance and has everyone, especially uh, Tarantino, the actor who, weak, um, <laughs> transfixed. Mm-hmm. You know, then they all come out to be vampires oh, and the yeah. fight is on, which is awesome. It is awesome. And, you know, it is a great cast with, with Clooney and also there's a John Hawke sighting early on. Yeah. It's a very unusually written film because it starts off as one completely different movie and then turns into this campy vampire thing with Cheech Marin later on. Uh, Tarantino wrote it. And so it's a weird movie. It's an interesting movie. And, of course, the reason that you remember it the best is because Salma Hayek rides around in a bikini. The reason I remember it the best is because my dad is in the movie. <laughs> Harvey Keitel plays my dad in this film. There's no getting around it. So um, It's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Driving a, some sort of RV vehicle all over creation. Yeah, with that big straw cowboy hat yeah. on. and that, I mean, he's even wearing my dad's clothes. He's got his beard. He's my dad. But he turns out to be pretty heroic. He does. You know, when the chips are down, you, That's right. he can, he's got your back in a fight. And this was the one that famously, uh, John Travolta was originally in line for the George Clooney part. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't want it. Didn't, he said he didn't want to be in a vampire movie. So, But instead, he gave him Tarantino Pulp gave him Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so uh, it really worked out. And this was a real springboard, I think, for Clooney in the movies. Because like other TV actors... Uh, Bruce Willis in particular, the first few movies, eh, not quite happening. No, no. Not quite happening. And then he got, well, of course, with Bruce Willis, it was Die Hard, a huge, incredible hit. This one, 
not that sort of blockbuster, but it got him going. Mm-hmm. Got him going. Yep. And uh, definitely a cool movie. And definitely number one on my list of sexy horror movie villains, Salma Hayek from Dusk Till Dawn. That leaves you at number one. And you know what? Not a surprise for me either, knowing you as I do. It's kind of a weird one, a weird uh, crush you have on this guy. But go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, my number one, and I think that you might not be the only person who finds it weird, but I would love to hear from other people who agree with me. My number one horror movie villain crush is Rutger Hauer in The Hitcher. When Jim Halsey let The Hitcher into his car, he opened the doors of hell. What do you want? I want you to stop me. I remember when we were first dating that this came up and you seriously thought it you thought it was like really wrong headed like you just were baffled by the like Rutger Hauer and I think you even said that you said you know uh, Blade Runner and I'm like well <laughs> you know the one where he cuts off that guy's finger and lets somebody eat it like a french fry remember that one where the judge for Jason Lee and the two trucks going no that's that's the Rutger Hauer I dream of I would have thought C Thomas Howe <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I mean, this was one that, that threw me. I mean, I knew when we first met that you loved the Duran and the Duran, which, <laughs> you know, was understandable. I was used to that. But yeah, Rutger Hauer, uh, that was a little different. And I, do you realize that he has a book? No. Rutger Hauer, yes. It's called All Those Moments. Wow. Got to be looking that up. Yes. Uh, and I guess in the, mo- in, in the book, he discusses that the producer of uh, The Hitcher settled on Sam Elliott for the role. <gasps> Oh my yeah. God! I think I probably would have had because I definitely have a crush on Sam Elliott. And uh, and uh, Rutger Hauer says that Elliott apparently Elliott was so scary when he came into audition that the producer was afraid to go out to his car afterward. Wow! So Elliott had the role, but then got a scheduling conflict and had to back out. So wow! Went to Rutger Hauer. Wow! You got to go out and get that book. I do got to go out and get that book. So my, so Rutger Hauer. I mean, the, the the character, there's no reason to think this character is sexy. I mean, there just isn't. And 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 really, his seduction is of C. Thomas Howell. Um, and he's a bad, bad, bad man. Bad man. But he's got those, and I'm not even, you know what, I don't even like blondes. But he's got, like, he just, he's got a great look. I mean, I had been harboring a crush on him since Blade Runner. Absolutely. And uh, and yeah, for some reason, this one was the push over the cliff for me. I don't know. I, I don't know that I could really define it because it's definitely it's not like he's a vampire. It's not like there's a chance that he isn't just going to cut me into tiny pieces. Oh, and feed I know. Me to dogs. Yeah, he totally yeah. is going to. Or again, chain me to two different. <laughs> uh. I know. Right. Yeah. He's a bad man. Um, and but I have. Yeah. And, you know, here's and, and I've always liked Rutger Hauer because he brings such a sort of, you know, uh, frenetic bad weirdness to everything that he's in which i which i admire and and it, and because it, it's it just he just infuses every film with this just shock of weird chemistry and then you know he was in buffy the vampire slayer with with paul rubens yeah, another absolute yeah. hero of mine and even though he's I've, I've since i certainly don't still have a crush on he's not aging super gorgeously right but he's aging pretty well how about the shotgun how yeah. much did i love that movie yeah. and if i can say so the film minotaur is terrible it's a terrible terrible movie oh. right but rutger howard tony todd and tom hardy are all in this movie together so it's like a, they hit my crushes for every decade it's perfect <laughs> and another reason you like this movie i don't know if you realize but the writer eric reed yes near dark well, no. He said that this movie was inspired by the Doors song, Riders on the Storm. I did know that. Yeah, which is pretty clear, actually. Yeah. I mean, pretty clear. But yeah, he also wrote the film Near Dark, the Catherine Bigelow vampire movie, mm-hmm. which is awesome as yeah. well. Yeah. So uh, lots to like there. But yeah, I always, I, I 
I have to admit, when I first found out, I found that that crushed a little out there with Rutger Hauer. But then, you know, our friend Bridget from Columbus Horror Society, <laughs> uh, Oliver Reed. <laughs> She's going to be sad he's not on this list. Does it for her. Yeah, she'll be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all sometimes have to let that freak flag fly. Uh, yeah, so that's our that's our countdown. Our top six, top three each of sexy Horror movie villains. That's right. So, who so, did we miss? Who I gotta think, did we miss? I got to think on your list, people are going to knock you for not having any Hammer Horror vixens in there. I got to think that's going to happen. Well, you're, uh, you're, you're not. You're your much, bag, though. They're not your bag. Right. They really are not. You're much more of a Hammer uh, film, a Hammer fan than I am. Uh, but that's okay. Hit me with that, and I'll, I'll be glad to check them out. Uh, at Mad Wolf, M-A-D-D-W-O-L-F on Twitter. That's always a fun way. To keep the conversation going, let us know what we missed. And I don't know, what do you think uh, the ladies might might point out that you missed? Um, you know what? That's a good question. I'm not 100% sure, actually. I, I have the feeling... Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed, Oliver Reed, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I have the feeling that I may crush on villains more than the average female, but I right. could be wrong about that. All right, well, we'll find out. Tell Let- me. Tell me what I missed. Some vampires. I bet there's some... Oh, you know, Christopher Lee. Somebody's going to say Christopher Lee. Oh. And I totally have a crush on Christopher Lee. No question. No, here's the one. I remember back when it came out, my mom thought oh, Frank Langella. Dracula. Well, he's yeah. such a good actor, too. He is. Such a great actor. And back then, he had the big flowing locks, he you know? Did. He did. his open shirt. Oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hit us up on Twitter. Again, thanks to Dave and Pete, the Get It Together podcast. We guest star right now. Uh, and talk about Sleepaway Camp, so you can check that out. Uh, our next Fright Club Live is coming up soon. It is July 13th, Wednesday, July 13th, always the second Wednesday of every month. We're going to be back at the Gateway Film Center. We do the happy hour about 6.30. Then we, uh, re- then we tape our podcast about 7.30. And this time we are going to talk about... Sightseers. So we're going back to Ben Wheatley because we love him so much, and Sightseers because it's a fun summer movie to show. Because if you and and, and it did, never did get a theatrical release in the United States, so it didn't screen That's here crazy. in town. And so we're excited to show that one. And it's not super gory. It's very very funny. It's a horror movie for sure, but it's so funny. And it's so much fun. And our podcast topic is going to be dangerous lovers. Ooh. All right. So that's going to be. That's going to be good. Hopefully you can check us out then, July 13th. Next week, as I said, we're going to be joined by our senior filmmaking correspondent, Jason Tostevin, and we're going to talk about the best horror movie so far, halfway done in 2016. And as for all genre movies, we've got our top 10 list of the best in 2016 up at madwolf.com right now. So a lot going on. Check us out then, and until next week... I'm Hope Madden. I'm George Wolf, and this is the Fright Club Podcast. Stay frightful, my friends. Stay sexy. I've been eating milk all